You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Hey, Jamie, how are you? Uh, I'm all right. Good. I have been better. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I think we all could be better, but I think, uh-huh. as Mike would say, these are the good days, so it could always be worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll just say that, like, we're just trying to, you know, live as positively as possible. So maybe it could always be a little bit worse. So you're getting a new place. You got some movers scheduled. You're going to be out of that place soon, moving into a very safe neighborhood. And you're healthy, so everything's good. I mean, I'm sure it feels like shit, but in the <laughs> long term, you'll be you'll be much better off than you were today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that, well, I'm going to leave this in the podcast if that's okay with you, because I think that's that fine. Pretty... And anyway, welcome, friends, to Girl We Have to Talk podcast. And again, we are in week 179 of the quarantine. <laughs> Oh, wait, Iris, you forgot how you were going to welcome people now. Oh, yes. Hold on. Backtrack that. So, yes, again, welcome to the podcast. And let me go back. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It's Iris here. Iris and Jamie here with Girl We Have to Talk podcast on the 199th day of the quarantine. (laughs) Uh, We've been quarantined forever. Uh, and I do, you know, I'm imagining that I won't be quarantined for much longer. I think I'm going to just keep saying that. I'm just going to be like, well, you know, just a few more weeks. It's easier than than not saying that. Well, I mean, it's all relative to how you look at time. Mm -hmm. Everything's a few more weeks. I'll be 50 in a few more weeks. I mean, technically you haven't been quarantined at all because we're sheltering in place. So I feel very quarantined. I don't know how people, I think if it was like a true lockdown, I don't know what I would do. I have to leave my house. Well, it would be a true lockdown because honestly we're doing, from what I read, what Italy is doing, we're doing the same thing. Uh, I thought Italy was a little bit worse. Like you could actually get like a, like a ticket, like they could arrest you. You can now, here. I think only if you go to certain spots though. Like, I mean, as you You can can see. You can call the police and. I will not. I would not. I mean, now are are police patrolling out? I mean, like maybe in Italy they're out on the streets already. I don't know. Yes, they are. That the police are busy doing other things like dealing with fucking shootings. Uh, Maybe that. But the thing is, actually, they're not though. That's the thing, Jamie. Is like that's another one of the side effects of quarantine that somebody brought up in Chicago everyone is under this illusion that they're like, oh my gosh, well, you know, because everyone's quarantined, according to the media, which is like, I have so many issues with them, but whatever. 
it would seem that the violence has actually gotten better, but actually that is not true. So it's because oh, I of know. the fact that, the I know. Fact that we're so focused. In my neighborhood. Yes. All yeah. over the city. And it's because we're so focused on the quarantine, which again, we should be. It's a big deal. Like it is taking away from the other areas that the police have to worry about. Actually, what the police have been doing mostly, which is why Lori Lightfoot came out and said, please only call the police if there's an emergency. They've been calling because of the increased amount of people just complaining about their neighbors. Like people are complaining about their neighbors. Unfortunately, there's also a drastic intake of more domestic violence occurring, which is scary. Um, And there's like more neighborly, like people who live in apartment buildings and condo buildings, like they're getting into it with each other. It's, like the, I would be so interested because I'm a little bit of a nerd, but like not in the math sense, but like a nerd in terms of like, I'm really very interested in like social interactions and social discourse. I would be so interested in seeing some research about outside of the fact that we're all petrified of catching mm-hmm. this virus. Like what else has happened? Cause I have a feeling a lot of other like undercover shit like marriages falling apart although me and Mike have been getting along really great like but that's because well you know we've lived in a studio together before we've Mm -hmm. slept on a couch together before because we didn't have a bed (laughs) and now you're right now we have a big house so we're like very used to each other so I mean then again it's only a hundred it's only day 199 so we'll see (laughs) what happens after that (laughs) um but otherwise, you know, everything is, is as well as can be expected. I, I just think we all just there, there's literally nothing we can do, which is, I think, hard for people, especially myself. I'm a control freak. It's really hard to, that there is like nothing that we can do. Historically, if I've ever been worried about like losing my job or anything like that, I would just be like, OK, the you should be proactive and look for another job. Mm-hmm. And there's always these people who are like, there's still people hiring. I'm like, yes, but there's not 6.2 million people hiring, which is how many people are unemployed yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. So I just think I also really get fucking irritated when people say that every time I go on LinkedIn and there's like, well, you know, like what you should be doing right now, Gwyneth Paltrow, is like learning a new skill. And I'm like, that's what she said. Oh my God. Yeah. She said we should all be like writing a new, writing a book or learning how to play music. Oh and, no, like, this is not the time to do that. The time, like, the thing is, like, people in those spaces where it's, like, you don't realize how fucking traumatic this is for people. Like, they're worried about their health, and they're worried about, like, their life, like, like, livelihood. Like, it's not, it's not, like, a time, like, I hate that. Like, the dis, the out-of-touchness of people. Like, I'm super lucky, blessed, grateful, however you want to say it, that I am still working. Mike is still working. But, like, I'm so very aware of the people who are not working and it just gets worse every week and I just hate it when people are like not paying attention to that of course we should stay home of course we should do all of those things but also we really need to be pushing our government officials to think about like what is the plan after this Mm -hmm. because this is bad well yeah I know Pelosi was saying that there needs to be another bill and not on infrastructure but to help people uh to help the American people more um absolutely but I mean it's not enough correct (laughs) like it's not yeah yeah it's a little it's not enough it's a it's a little too little too late and I'm not blaming her necessarily obviously it's you know it's not not her personally but um I think it's just I don't know I've always felt like a real big uh, weakness of this country was that there's such uh, individualism and Mm -hmm. because our country was really founded on that. It's so deep. It just runs so deep. 
And unfortunately, I think that the amount of individualism is really affecting us in so many areas. Um, And just like, oh, no, everybody should just have the ability to just pick up their bootstraps and continue. And it just that's the American thought process is that we should all be able to do that. Right, And that's what Gwen is saying here. It's like, yeah, just do it. You can do it. Yeah. And And it's not possible. Right. Like as a person for everybody. No. And it's not going to work like that for lots of people because honestly, there are, even when things go back to normal, a lot of economists have said like the economy will rebound quickly because this is going to be a different type of recession. However, People are going to be still so afraid of the long-term impacts. I've I've heard yeah, people say it's like change behavior, how people behave, and right. also though I want to remind you how how amazing the amazing ability we have to forget. <laughs> right. Oh yes. Don't worry. Like I, I think the la- well we weren't on the podcast, but we were joking with the people in, in our Friday virtual wine group about like how come May people are going to be like just out and about and like partying just like usual. And I do believe that I really do feel a lot of positivity, a huge long-term impact more than we can ever imagine, which I think is exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, And I just think that things too, maybe they won't be all bad. No, no. I think there's definitely going to be good things. I was talking to somebody already and I think there's a lot of good things that are happening. For instance, there are like no dogs, like no dogs in the pound right now, which is such a minuscule basic bitch thing to say. But like when you think about the no, fact that there's not. like 400, of, like, so I'm just like, okay, well, at least like that's happening. I mean, there's, it's, it's small things, but there are some good things that happen and it's nice to be able to see like a little bit of a silver lining because it can be dark listening to the news every day, especially because I really don't feel that they report anything positive that's happening. It's like we've gotten into this place of really just wanting to focus on the negative. So like even today you posted that Illinois is flattening the curve. Yeah. Lots of cities are flattening the curve, including Seattle and California. Yeah. And no one yeah. ever and talks about that. Also. Yes. It's, and I feel even like. Even though they're in much of a crisis, I think, you know, they are doing a lot to flatten it. Their curve is just much higher. It's just a massive curve. Yeah. 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 Um, and also there was some news coming out of the University of Washington, which is very renowned. And they were saying that, like, the projections that we were going to run out of medical beds because of the fact that most of us, mo- like literally most of us, have been doing what we can do to flatten the curve. The projections are now showing that we are not going to run out of medical Yay, beds. Like, so, I mean, news. And, right, there is good news. And I just feel like, obviously, we can't all be sunshine and rainbows, like, yeah. which is my preference. My preference is sunshine and rainbows. I get it. We can't do that. <laughs> But, like, also, like, it doesn't need to be every day, like, doing, like, especially I, if there are good things happening. I totally like, if- agree with you, Iris. And there is um, there is a uh, website. I believe it's a website, but I know it is a Facebook page that I have on my feed. And you can also get their newsletter. They're called the Good News Network. And Yes, I, I have that because okay. that's my oh, life. I'm like, good. I need to tell me something other nice. is Unify that I have. Oh, I like that. Yeah, Unify is all about like how people are coming together and articles about that. So you see a lot of articles about millions of trees were planted and, um, you know, we're cleaning up the plastic in the oceans and stuff like that. Similar stuff to Good News yeah. Network, but some different stuff. So, But I totally agree with you. And unfortunately, again, I think this is where, um, like, it's it, – it's a different concept than individualism, but it's a part of American culture that now we are conditioned around fear. And mm-hmm. so that's what we respond to. And so unfortunately that's, and because our culture is so um, big on consumerism, 
and uh, yeah, consumerism, I think actually is the best way to explain it. Um, that's how the media functions is on fear. So I, I really hope some of our values can start shifting because I always, I've always felt like our values were so uh, like individualism and consumerism. They're so within the foundation that it was going to be really, really hard to shake those. But maybe something like this will make a difference. I, I hope it will. I know the one thing that is definitely going to make us all different after this is definitely Tiger Man. I feel like Tiger Man you has changed my Tiger King? Tiger King, Tiger Man. I focus <laughs> on the man because Joe Exotic. You don't is... like to call him a king. I totally get it. No, no, no. He's just a man. He's just a man. But he's a man that we can all get behind and support. This I know. Can you imagine <laughs> if he was president? Oh, my God. This would be so much better, Iris. Well, Everybody I mean, would have tigers. It would be great. We, we would all have tigers. We'd probably have some meth. And we would definitely all. <laughs> and that and that bitch Carol would be in jail. I'm just. I'm, that bitch Carol down yeah. in Florida would definitely be in jail. <laughs> which <sighs> all jokes aside, probably she should be. Like, <laughs> Carol, don't come after us. If you happen to stumble upon this podcast, please don't cover us in sardine oil. If yeah. And I, and, and I'm saying I'm using the word bitch because that's not really one of my favorite words I'm using. No, but it's, of, it's, of, it's what, jo- it's what show, Joe said. Yeah. This, that's how Je- Joe always refers to her as that bitch Carol Baskin. Like, right, exactly. I don't think he's ever not said that. Like, I don't think there was a time I would be willing to go back and watch and count. I don't think there's very many times where he doesn't refer to her as that bitch before her name. And also, yeah. always her whole name. It's always Carol Basket. It's never just Carol. It's Carol Basket. Well, you got to know who always. he's talking about. I mean, there's, you know. It, it, there's, 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 many, Carol. there's many bitches Carols. There's many bitch Carols. <laughs> but this, this particular one is Carol Basket from down in Florida, which is also What's very so specific. Funny is that feuds like that. I mean, they must have, I mean, they, they, what, they both admitted on this documentary that they both benefited from the feud because Absolutely. of the notoriety, notoriety. so uh-huh. kind of interesting. And I mean, I'm sure Carol Baskin and her cool cats and kittens are probably even more <laughs> famous now because I literally had never heard of Carol Baskin before and now I'm just like obsessed with her. I mean, I'm obsessed with her and the fact that I want her to go to jail because I'm pretty sure she killed her husband. But I still am obsessed. I'm interested. I'm not trying to go down and see her tigers, but I am interested. Yeah, it I, it is interesting. And I, I wish something they would have focused on more because they did a little bit at the end. But I think what's so always so fascinating to me is, is the progression, right? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, like even in this time, in this pandemic, I think you could, we could probably find this too, that like, things start off with good intentions and then they just go awry at some point. Yeah. So I really, I feel like this, mm-hmm. I feel like this pot, they, they have a podcast actually. And it apparently goes into more of what you're saying. Oh, like it's a, yeah, it's a little bit more podcast. of a deep dive. Yeah. It's okay. a little bit more sense. of the deep dive. The, I think the Netflix was just for entertainment and entertain yeah. me. It did. <laughs> um, <That's for> sure. <laughs> So I think that that was its purpose, but I think the document, the the podcast, as podcasts often are, 
I think that it was like, it goes like a, a real deep dive, which I'm also like, I think that's going to be one of the things I listen to next because I watched it and I never, I, I very oftentimes watch something and I'll be like, oh, this was just enough. Like I, this was just enough for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember what other documentary we both watched. Like, don't fuck with cats. Yes. I was like, that was, ju- that was just enough for me. I felt it. I loved it. I, this, but it was just enough. I walked away from Tiger King being like, give me more. <laughs> I, could, I could take more of this. Like, yeah, so I think it was average. just enough for me. That last part about how many tigers are in captivity versus how many are in the wild made me so sad. I Well, yes. But also, though, like, I'm interested in, I mean, we saw what Joe was doing, which honestly, Joe is like, He's the exposed wound, right? He's like yeah. the thing you see. But there is like some cancers in there. And I would love to like do a deeper dive on like what's going on with Doc Antle. Like oh my he gosh. even told us. Yeah. Like he was so, I mean, he, he was so poised. He was he's, yeah. he's so sneaky. Yeah. Oh, so sneaky. And he's like, You can't you wouldn't understand my lifestyle or you couldn't handle my lifestyle. Right. Or like and him I, when he was like, Oh, I know where you're going with this question and I'm not gonna go like I'm smarter than you kind of thing oh yeah like that's why I'm just like I'm interested in somebody like digging into that situation like tell me a little bit more and I feel like we can get there by really working closely together with the cocaine dealer who seemed to be a very nice gentleman <laughs> like out of everyone on the show Ooh, the guy who went to jail oh, oh Joe yeah no 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 no, no. like the famous drug dealer do you remember at the very beginning there is a dude who's like this famous drug dealer who uh, like murdered somebody on his property and like went to jail for a couple of years and got out and he had like and he's also in florida right yes yeah and he he was the most normal of all of the people on the show him and guy with no legs (laughs) so i would be very interested yeah, like I'm like. Yeah, oh wait, like, no, too- no. Uh, the the worker. I think the most normal was the worker who got their arm. Uh, amputated. Yes, absolutely. They, she was. Was it she or they? I feel like she was. She's. She like, identified as she. She, she did. did say okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I remember because I remember her talking about maybe like being identified in. I, I don't know, but okay. So it was her. Okay she said that she was a she um but you know maybe she did that to simplify it for tv because people are assholes i'm not sure yeah that's not my own because i don't think i would i'm assuming that based on how she looked i thought i heard her say something about a different pronoun so and i think that like that was one of the reasons people like joe is because he was crazy as fuck but like they felt accepted by him and i don't know that he really accepted them i think he was using them but i'm just saying he felt they felt they felt I it. think he no I think he did I think he um was the kind of person who would roll with anybody that he was a pretty non-judgmental person but I think that's the thing is like you have to go listen to the podcast oh, I feel like we should like yeah oh, we should talk about this you later. get a totally different okay right. yes apparently like he was not nice oh. like apparently he was not he wasn't good to the animals or the good people there and that was one of the biggest complaints that the podcasters had about the Netflix documentary Interesting. It kind of, like, put him into this, like, you come away from it slightly rooting for him. And they're like, no, 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 this is, like, a bad guy. So, anyway, we should talk. I'm going to, like, we should try to listen to it and maybe talk about it. Because I think it'll give you – it's, like, nice to have watched and listened to both. Because it gives you, like, a different perspective. Also, 
showed you that podcasting is basically true journalism because I really think you get a lot of true stories when you listen to podcasts mm-hmm. versus the shit that's on TV. So well, anyway, I'm packing. Yes, as you're packing and unpacking. Yeah. Time. We can talk about it later. We'll talk about it post-quarantine, post-shelter in place. Post- okay, so. We'll give you a little bit of time. So in two years. Up. I'm just kidding. Yes. Uh, in three years, we will discuss this podcast. <laughs> well, no one's talking about it anymore. Exactly. How many episodes um, is it? Is it long? I, I think it's still going. It's not that long. Oh, ago. Okay. It's like, on, it's this thing that's still happening. Um, okay. Okay. So anyway, I don't want to keep us talking too much crap because I do have like two questions for us. Yeah. But the last thing I want to bring up okay. before we jump into my mm-hmm. questions is the Kardashians, which you have not watched, but yeah. I have told you about yeah. it. What happened? So first of all, Kim is being super nice to Tristan. Like she invited him to dinner. What? And yes, but I feel like the Kardashians are setting us up. Like they're setting me up. To, yeah, is she like, going to strike or something? Like is she setting a trap? I no, I think she's setting me up to be like, oh, Tristan is actually okay. Like he's a nice guy. Like that's the that's the edit they're giving him right now. Like he's trying super hard. I also heard that him and Chloe are quarantining together, or they were. And I'm just like, you guys are trying to like butter us up so that when she gets back to him, we're not judging the shit out of her. Which is like whatever. I'm gonna not judge you because I actually don't fucking care. But that's kind of like the the read that I'm getting on it is like him slowly being back in, and Chloe's like, I'm not so sure about this, and I'm like, oh bullshit, you're probably just fine with this because you probably are already back. Wait, together. how uh, did uh, you did you you must have read about this because obviously this wasn't taped yet that they're in court. So the I read about them being quarantined together and on the first episode it is when Kim is like being super nice to him and like referring to him as her friend and saying that she like kind of forgives him and Chloe's like on the fence about everything so I'm kind of like okay this is bullshit I can kind of see where this is going um but I'm still gonna watch because I'm fucking stuck in the house for 199 days so yeah I think just I'm over that it. show for right now maybe I'll get back into it but I used to like be excited and now I'm just like yeah I don't want to watch that you haven't gotten to a dark enough place yet Jamie just wait a second I mean <laughs> I've got a lot more time to get to a dark place because I'm too busy to get to although I although I was feeling a little bit today honestly before we did this because I wasn't even sure if I was gonna have to <laughs> Because of just all the crazy shit going on with the condo, and then there was a shooting last night on my corner, um, mm-hmm. and, I, You're and too I, was, busy. I was kind of like, I'm losing it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> you, you are too busy for the Kardashians right now. Yeah. When you're in your nice, safe, quiet Raven. Oh my gosh, I can't and- wait. I can't, Yeah. That'll be the best. I'll be, be bored enough to watch the Kardashians. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully the car- hopefully the quarantine will be over by the time you move. But if it's well, not, I'm moving. You, in. you will. You will be. Yeah, I did. I did end up getting something in two weeks, so I don't know that it will. But we'll see. No, no, no. We'll still be quarantined. Well, because I mean, oh, two weeks from now. Wait, I mean, no, we okay. definitely will be because shelter in place. Yeah. Until the three. Yeah, of I April. mean, because exactly well when we're recording this guys we're, it's like currently april 7th or 6th i've lost count of what day it is but it's early april it's pre-easter pre-passover passover is next week easter's next week so it is early april so by the time you listen to this it might be the end of the quarantine and jamie probably you'll be moving by the time this comes I'll out probably be but yes yeah. Yeah. You'll probably be moved. Yeah, because I, I, I so, just set the date for the 18th, so two weeks from today. 
I love that. I would help you. I love helping people move and unpack, actually. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I don't want to go outside of my house. Yeah, I'd rather you be afraid. I mean, I'm not super excited myself about doing it, but considering, you know, the shooting and then, and that this oh, was yeah. the fourth shooting of the week. Yeah. Can you believe that? I and just saw the article this morning on that. It's because we're all sheltering in place. That's why, girl. Like, well, it's because of, I have like, for a bit, but yeah, I think it's that it's just, it, I, I mean, if, if people are getting, weeks, it's it would have been, yeah, right. It would have been fine, but now that it's longer, so yeah, yeah I'll be. And, and, you know, apparently there's people out there that are like, you know what? I'm bored. Let's go shoot on the corner. That's apparently a thing. So yeah. I'm happy for you that you're moving. You. Um, and anyway, I'm excited to see your place and you haven't seen my place. I haven't seen your place. So it's going to be wonderful. We can both see each other's places. Maybe my house will be decorated by then. I still have two empty rooms that I need to decorate that I'm afraid to decorate because I'm just like, well, I don't really know what's going on right now. So I'm not trying to spend any money. No, but I, I do think yeah. this weekend... I do think this weekend I am going to at least do my backyard. Like I figured out a DIY way to do like a fire pit back there. And me and Mike are going to just do that because it's a low cost thing. And it's going to be nice if, if we're quarantined, even if it's just like yesterday we were quarantined and it was so nice. So it would have been nice to be able to sit outside. So at the very least, we're going to have like a like a semi nice backyard. And then the rest of the house, hopefully it'll come together eventually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so let's jump into the questions. Oh, okay. also, Kim and oh. Courtney got into a fist fight. So that was um, also yeah. crazy. I mean, I, with that show, you have to assume everything is for the cameras. You can't assume that anything is real. I mean, although some so, of it probably yeah. is. So you can. That's you can what I was going to say. Some is, but I don't know what is. So, like, this could be not real or it could be. I, I think the fist fight was real. I think that, okay. like, Kim being friendly to Tristan is fake. But the fist fight, like, Courtney actually scratched Kim. Like, you could see it. And, like, you could hear Kim crying. Like, it was – if you watch it, it seems like like a, like an actual reaction to somebody attacking you. So I do think that part of it was real. And I think the Tristan thing is fake. But I will continue to report back to you. Since you're not watching this, I will give you updates on okay. the shit show yes, that is in Kardashians. Cause, I yeah, I, yeah I honestly don't know how I'll make it if I don't get updates. So – I know funny. you'll be it'll it'll be sad for you so that's why I'm going <laughs> to do this public service for you by letting you know what's happening I'm also going to start watching Total Divas or Total Bellas and I will keep you posted yeah I I don't know why Hulu hasn't alerted me to that Total Bellas is new because it's not yeah new, right? I think it started started yes yeah I think it started this week um, oh I'm excited both of the twin yeah, yeah it's new new like it just started. okay I'm really excited that the girls are pregnant together. They're so cute. Wait, I wish what? I Nicole, was... Nikki's pregnant? Girl, yes. Wow. Nikki's pregnant and so is Bree. They're both pregnant together. Nikki's engaged to the dancer dude. Yeah, I knew that yeah, was happening, but I just didn't know. Wow. She's pretty, I, she's I, pretty I, pregnant, I too. Like, I think she's probably, news. like. That's surprising. No, like, I mean, it, it was in the news. You got to Google it. She's like five. She's pretty far along. I'm going to assume she's like maybe five, mm-hmm. maybe even six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's cute. I'm happy for her. Like yeah, John great. Cena kind of was a drag on my soul. So I'm really excited for mm-hmm. her. Cool. Okay. You ready to jump into the question? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. 
so the questions we have this week are kind of just random. We have just... <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho 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 Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. I decided to just go in a random question. So we're just answering questions that have been presented that seem kind of like interesting and non hopefully quarantine related. So, <laughs> so people won't be depressed. Um, okay. So first question, I've got a weird question and I'm not sure there's a right answer, but I still like to get opinions from others. So, like many folks out here, my job is currently shuttered due to the pandemic. Okay, well, this question is about the pandemic. Sorry. (laughs) I have some some doubt it will return as I was getting getting hours shaved in the few weeks before this mess as a cost-cutting measure. I was already minimally employed before the shavings began, so I was hurting before it went dark. So the first thing I did when I became unemployed was apply for one of the 100,000 temp jobs at Amazon. Because of the way they hire, I got the job offer in hand. Essentially, I'll be making the same amount of money as I was before the hours reduction. This ends up being about half of what I'd get on unemployment for the next four months on account of the $600 a week being passed through Congress. But that's four months. This virus could be a problem for much longer than that. And if I don't start working now with the job, I know I have temporarily, though, temporary though it may be, I will also be competing with potentially three million or maybe four million more months from now, all hungry as hell because the $600 ran out. Maybe they'll extend it, but that's not a guarantee at all. But then I'm also putting myself at an additional risk for less money. As an aside, I'm a bit overqualified for both my current job and the Amazon job, but due to circumstances, I ended up with a bit of an eclectic resume and a large gap prior to my current situation. It's been hard finding people to call me back for writing, editing, management type stuff. Neither the current job nor the Amazon job would obviously help me towards that goal, but I'm also concerned about the job market being far worse than it was prior to this, even after the stay-at-home orders are lifted. Anyway, I'd have great, greatly appreciate any advice or input or wild guesses anyone has for me. Thanks. So what's the question here? So, okay. So I get this question, actually, because I was talking to somebody, like, personally mm-hmm. about it. Um, this guy was laid off from his mm-hmm. job, and he was kind of making shit money before. He doesn't think his job is going to come back. Um, so he started applying for jobs and he got a job at Amazon, a temporary job. And in this temporary job, he will be making as much money as he would have made working at his job, um, like before they started shaving his hours. So let's assume it's like a decent wage. Mm -hmm. Um, he would be making a decent wage in this temporary job, but it's temporary. It's not in his field. Actually, apparently it sounds like he hasn't been able to work in his field because the job that he lost and this Amazon job are both kind of not what he's looking to do. I'm assuming this is a he. It could be a she. Sorry. But anyway, they also got their unemployment. So they could get unemployment from the job that they were making um, that they were working before, which would basically be the equivalent of what they were making at Amazon. Um, But also they would get the $600 stimulus money, which the government has put in place for four months because everybody's getting that in addition to their um, unemployment now. So you get this $1,200 stimulus check. Plus, if you're unemployed due to the uh, coronavirus, you're getting additional funding on your unemployment as well in the amount of $600. So let's say that. that 
Yeah, yeah, it is really good. It's only for four months, though. Um, mm-hmm. Potentially, they might extend it. But as of right now, today in April, that's what they're suggesting. Mm-hmm. As a person who actually works in human resources and not to be like an asshole, I consider myself actually an expert in human resources and job creation. Four months is not going to be long enough. It really should actually be for a year. But that's really neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they might be following what Canada's doing because Canada's giving people money for four months, although it's way more and it's not just for people who are unemployed. Right. And also Canada, like their situation is going to be less dire than ours. Yeah. Like if you look at what's going to happen there, they're not going to be as fucked as, as we are because they were prepared. So, well, but here's the thing, um, though. Everybody is affected because the U.S. is affected. Yeah. Yes. But they won't have like the restaurant. Like, yeah, big not as much. It's true. Have, it's true. But like it, it'll be. They'll, less. They'll be it'll, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and our economy is a huge part of the world economy. So, yes, everyone's going to be impacted. But, I mean, again, like, people who work, like, my friends, like, the people, like, book club Sarah, she is still working. And same thing with Erica, also still working because their biggest clients are in China. So, Mm -hmm. if if they can get back, if if we get back to work, then it will be much the same of what's happening in China, although China is probably lying, and I think people there are still dying. Anyway, what this guy is asking is he (laughs) just wants to know... Would it be a better idea for him to keep, to take the unemployment? Because, okay, so I think also at the core of it is he's saying these are not his dream jobs. Yeah. So should he take the unemployment plus the stimulus for this four-month period and, you know, work on, you know, getting to the job that he wants to get? Like, these two jobs are not helping his resume. Mm-hmm. It sounds like he's saying that his resume already kind of sucks because he hasn't been doing what he wants to do. Um, he also has large gaps on it. Um, or because he's like, also, in a couple of months, the economy could be really shit, and maybe it would have been better to at least just be working. Should I take the job at Amazon and, you know, potentially make less than I would make on unemployment? That's the question. And I think a lot of people are asking this. Yeah. Um, because, again, right now, you could be working at Domino's. Like, you could go get a job do- delivering mm-hmm. Domino's pizza. Mm-hmm. You could work at Walmart. You could work at Target. You could work at Amazon. Or you could get unemployment plus the $600 stimulus. Like, it is right now you would get paid more in a lot of situations to just take unemployment. Um, So I think his question is, you know, I have this job. Should I take this temporary job, which isn't necessarily in my field and kind of just get the unemployment and take the next couple of months to stay healthy and then maybe work on my resume. I know he didn't say that, but like he should do Mm -hmm. that um, if he decides to do it or should he be cautious and just take the job at Amazon? Because at least he'd be working. Well, I think it depends on how, like, how it feels to be working versus not working. Because I think the reality right. is, is that this Amazon job is going to be available in four months. Probably. And so it, I think it's like, are you going to go, like, some people, uh, you know, would do anything to work right now if they had the opportunity. Um, but it's not mm-hmm. safe. But so if this person feels like it's safe and they feel and they just feel better, like I think it's about mental health. That's kind of how yeah. I'm looking at yeah. it. It's like where you, mentally will you feel the best? Um, if it's working, right. then work. If not, then I don't think you, I think you can find a job in four months. So I don't think that, you know, the job. Well, I mean, I guess it's possible that everybody's going to like, I guess, because unemployment's high and you, there's millions of people out of work that I guess theoretically in four months, everybody could do that. They could go out and look, get a job at Amazon. I doubt. I, that's what he's thinking. Uh, oh, did he say that specifically in there? I missed that. Yeah, uh, he was like, he was like, if I, he's, he was saying like, in a couple of months, if I wait, like, 
a, basically, yeah. like, if I wait I a couple mean, of months. I don't know. I think, well, it's so hard to say. Would I, I miss out on I these think jobs? That in normal what, times, you know, there are jobs like that available because the reality is, is people don't want to work them, even if they're not working. But, like, desperate times are different. And so that's true. I mean, that is something to take into account. Um, so, yeah, I guess it depends on how much of a risk he wants to take. Totally. Like, I, I think it would be really, really difficult for me to make that decision. Cause like I was, I was thinking about that myself because like I was really concerned about, and I'm still concerned about like, if I got let go from my job, like what would I do? Like, and then I ran into this woman who needs somebody to do like mm-hmm. scheduling um, at her nursing home, which sounds dangerous because like working at a nursing home mm-hmm. right now <laughs> seems like a yeah, dangerous But you wouldn't spot. have to do that there. Uh, you could do scheduling remotely, right? I, I, I would hope so. I don't know. We didn't get into too much detail about it because like, anyway, she was like ready to offer me the job because again, like, just like this guy is saying in his post, he's like, I'm overqualified for these jobs, which is the millennial curse. We're all very overeducated bartenders at this point, like, because we have so much student loan debt. um, And we all have these, like, a lot of us have weird degrees. Like, I don't have a weird degree, but I know my roommates in college were philosophy majors. And I think there's a lot of us like that. So, um, Anyway, like I was overqualified for the job. So she was like really just ready to hire me. But the job paid honestly more than half, like less than half of what I make now. Um, And so therefore, if I were to ever be laid off and had to get on unemployment, I got the $16 stimulus, I would be making more money. But then I was thinking, I was thinking a lot like what he was thinking. I was like, okay, but then that's for four months. And then would I just be grateful to be making any money in this four months, if, um, you know, like if it came down to me not having any money at all. So it's a really, really, really tough decision. I actually really felt this question. And it's always, um, maybe people, there I isn't one that's really the right one. I mean, sometimes we, yeah. we're yeah. faced with two bad decisions. <laughs> uh huh. I think, so here's my suggestion for him, which is slightly different from myself. So like, if I were to be put in his shoes, I got laid off from my job. And let's say that I was making like $40,000. Um, I, I don't make that. But if I did make $40,000 and I got another job offer and it was like, we would pay you $40,000. So I would be making the same as what I'm making at my current position. Um, but this job is like not really necessarily my field. Let's say it's like I would be doing finance. Actually, really interestingly, I do. Somebody from uh, Northwestern Mutual called me and was like, let's talk about you becoming a financial analyst. And I was like, oh, I am not a finance person. But let's say it's that job. And that job paid me the same as my job now, but I got laid off from my job now. So yes, technically I would make more just getting unemployment because if I got unemployment, then I would be able to do my, like get my unemployment, obviously. And then also the 600, oh, also another thing about unemployment now that they're doing, which is a fun fact, your unemployment now is going to be the same amount that you were making before. So that's what the government is trying to do. Oh, like make it so that you're not, 60% of it. Right. So that's why they're giving you the additional money so that you're not taking a loss. They're giving you the, your unemployment should now be the equivalent of what oh. you were making. Um, so that's, that's the new thing. So anyway, so let's say that so this new job could pay me the same as what I was making or this unemployment could pay me what I was making, plus maybe even a little Mm -hmm. bit more. My mind, I'm going to be the person I'm going to take the job. I'm going to take the job at Northwestern Mutual or for him at Amazon because it's going to pay me the same, even though I would be making a little bit more if I were on unemployment. I think that like you said, Jamie, 
it is more secure. And if you're not like, I, if it were the situation where I was going to be doing the other job that I was talking about, where I was making less than half of what I was making, I would take mm-hmm. my unemployment. But if it's the same amount, if you're not going to take a pay cut and you're going to be able to make the same amount, I think that it might be a good idea to take the job at Amazon um, because the job at Amazon is temporary. So is your unemployment. The difference is if you take the Amazon job, you will be adding to your unemployment bank. So if that job ends and you can't find something else, you can always get on unemployment, but you may not be able to find something that pays you what you were making in a couple of months because he's right. There might be more people looking for those types of jobs. So I would say that it would be a good idea to take the Amazon job, but that's also, I am a person who is a, a type three in the little Enneagram thing. I like to, I think I'm a person who likes to work and stay busy. So that would be more healthy for me to do. But like Jamie said, if it's more healthy for you to take this time and spend it with your family, then you should do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hard choice to make. It's a hard choice to make. Well, we all have these hard choices now. And hopefully, I mean, it's great that you have options too. Yeah. That's that's another thing. I'm just happy for you that you have some kind like an option to even to think about it. So that's always like helpful too. Okay. Any other thoughts about this before we jump into the next Mm -hmm. question? Okay. Here's our next one. This is totally different and maybe not related to. Wait, are we sure we (laughs) want to do this because of timing? Let's see. Do I have time? 40 minutes. Uh, Almost. 40 minutes. I don't know. I mean, we could save this question for another Yeah, time. or if you want to try it, and then we could always edit it later. Totally up to you. Okay. Let's try it. We'll be really quick. Um, but we'll still do our <laughs> advice. Okay. My fiancé was... <laughs> My fiance was engaged before her, before her her fiance passed away in a pedestrian car accident three and a half years ago. We met a year and a half after he passed on tender. Our first date, she told me what happened and I noticed an engagement ring on her right hand finger. I didn't say anything. A couple months in, I brought it up and M said that she will wear the ring on her right hand until the day she dies. She said she understood if it was a deal breaker, but that's how it was going to be. I was fine with it, thinking it was a temporary coping thing. When I first went over to her house, she owned it with him. I saw pictures of him, the life they lived together, etc. It felt weird. Present time. We are engaged and even booked a venue for 2021. Uh, I really hope that still happens for you. She did sell her house in about eight months into our relationship. She did sell her house about eight months into our relationship and packed away the photos. She brought a condo for herself and I moved and I that I moved into when we got engaged but that ring is still on her right finger I figured she just needed more time to heal and that after we got engaged she would take it off we had a heart-to-heart last night and I told her this and that it bothered me she said that she was sorry that it bothers me that she will not take it off not now or ever she said she already told me that when we met and I continued seeing her Am I wrong to think that it was a temporary grieving process? She said that there's plenty of room for me in her heart, but that she lost a part of herself when he passed and that she will keep that ring on. I can't help but to think I'm competing with a ghost that she would, that she never would have wanted me if he was still alive. What happens when we die and hypothetically, what happens when we die and hypothetically there's a heaven? She meets back up with this guy and my ghost is shit out of luck. Not trying to be funny and I know it sounds dumb, but fuck, why does she have to still wear that ring? Wow. That's the question. So here's the thing. All of these things were apparent from the beginning. And it's, it's not to judge yes. this person because I think it's so true 
that we uh, just think, oh, things will change. Like it, because it's, so, it's, it's mm-hmm. all based on perspective. So our perspective is different from that person's. And we're just like, well, that can't possibly actually be true. Uh, but, you know, I had someone tell me once uh, this quote that they had heard about relationships, which is when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Oh, yes. That's my angel. Ah, yes, my, yes, exactly. So, you know, the, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, again, not to judge this person, but it's, kind. you know, I think it is to really look at yourself and look at why did I not believe her? Why did I not pay attention to the signs? Because maybe I wanted this to work. Um, but, you know, I mean, and, and I also think in fairness, things change. Maybe in the beginning, it seemed okay. And then as time has gone on, but the fact that they're engaged, it's like this, it's, it seems like this could have been addressed sooner and it would have been easier to do that. Um, that being said, like, this is where they are now and there's no way of doing that. And I totally get where he's coming from, that he has concerns that because of this presence in her life, is there room for him? I don't think it makes sense to be jealous because, uh, you know, life happened how it happened. And there's no like alternate universe where this person's still alive. Um, I I just I just think it's better to think like that's that's the true like we don't have alternative universes where different things are happening. We only have this life and this universe and this is the only thing happening Um, because those what ifs are just so crazy. So I don't know if it makes sense to be jealous or be concerned about what if. Um, However, I do get the idea of where is the space for me? Where am I the priority because of this other person who seems to be almost a third third person? person in the relationship remember we talked about infidelity iris and i mentioned like anything yeah. can be infidelity where like you feel like you're not the priority so i think that's what he's saying here um and i think it's fair to address it and certainly you know yes would it have helped to address it earlier sure obviously you can't do that now so now it does need to be addressed like i wouldn't go any further with anything before addressing this mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I really think that probably they, she said, so in this note, it says that um, he, he says to us that she did go to therapy mm-hmm. for two years after the um, fiance they passed couples, away. Um, they need like premarital. Just, this is like good premarital. That's what before. I was going to say. Absolutely. I was going to say that because maybe the comp, maybe there is a compromise. Like I am totally one of those people that is very like, just like I said in the infidelity episode, I'm just kind of like, no, like, I don't feel like that person, the wife in that situation should have to compromise. I kind of side with the wife, the fiance woman in this one. I'm like, you know, she did tell you like up front and I can see how, like, if you had something so tragic happen to you and that was a great love of hers. I mean, you can't think about if you were alive because yeah, if you were alive, she wouldn't be with you. And that's fair. Well, and yeah, and if he had, if if he hadn't broken up with his girlfriend, maybe another girl ex, maybe he'd still, so yeah, I think the what ifs are not helpful here. Exactly. 
Yeah, like it, anything could have happened, and and that is okay. Things happen the way they happen. Like you met her on Tinder, right? I think that's what he said. You met her out of all the thousands and millions of people on there because it was meant to be. Like the things are meant to happen the way that they happen. Unfortunately, what was meant to happen is that her fiance passed away, and that's what kind of led her to you and you to her. So I mean, honestly, you could think of it as like a beautiful thing. Yes, all of those situations, like that's who true. she is as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah like the situations that have happened to her made her into the person who you love. And if, without these things that have happened to her, she wouldn't be the person that you're engaged to. So, I mean, I do think couples therapy, I hope that they can find a middle ground where like, maybe she can wear the ring yeah, and a necklace. And sure. I don't know if that would make him feel better, but like, maybe that could be a compromise. Like, but I do think that, you know, if it's, it's one of those things where I don't, think I want to be fair and say that I don't think either one of them is wrong I kind of think he is but I'm trying to be nice um I don't think either one of them is wrong but I also think that either they have to compromise or they should probably not be together because he's going to have to be a little bit more understanding and accepting um especially because she was very truthful with him and maybe she can do give a little bit on like where that ring goes um but I think that because it's important to her you should accept the fact that it's important to her and allow that to happen the jealousy of a dead person is a little scary and I would kind of be curious if it's something beyond the ring like maybe we don't know more like maybe other well, things happen like does she compare yeah. you to him does she say like oh my Although god I, I do, do get that. it like, I, I do get like, what like, he's oh. saying oh sorry I'm interrupting though <laughs> no 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 that's okay I was just saying like I wonder yeah, if yeah. there's more is all I was saying is like if it's just the ring, that seems a little odd to me, but it's good that you understand it. Like, the, the, just the ring would well, be odd to me, but I was wondering It does sound more. like he's kind of there, because he did talk about how when he went over to her place, there were pictures and all these things. Like, it does feel, I get what he's saying about it feels like he's a ghost, like he's still present here. But it, but the thing is, remember, she sold the house and she doesn't have those things up anymore. Now it's just oh. the ring. And where does she wear the ring? So that, I must have yeah, missed like that. She sold the, on her. No, that's okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. Like, I'm not so as good uh, auditory as I am visually. Yeah, you're, so you're I'm not reading it. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're not reading it. So that's why I remembered and you don't. She so what he said is when he first started dating her in the house th- that they owned together that she and the dead fiance owned okay, together, but there was a lot now. of stuff. Then she moved okay. and she so the yes, ring is she the sold the place eight months after. Does she wear it dating. on her engagement finger? Yes. Okay. No, she wears it on her right finger. Um, and then she wears his engagement ring on the left finger. So that's why I'm just curious. So if like, there's like more happening, right? Like there, there could be. Other well, things and I wonder like, if it's a big deal know. because and, he hasn't said anything because there's a little bit of annoyance with himself for not just for, for letting this go on so long. And now it's like irritating him. And so well, then, he did, he, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just like this sore that like keeps growing and growing yeah. and growing. So I wonder if, just talking to her about it and just her saying like her being able to validate yeah I get how this would affect you I that's not my intention maybe that would open things up so much yeah but I think Mm -hmm. that's the thing that he said at the end is that he did talk to her and she said she's not taking the ring on well that's that's probably what made it yeah yeah, okay (laughs) 
I missed. I missed the yeah, one. I'm never taking the ring. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. So she, at the very at the very end, she said, "I'm not taking the ring off Ether, but I do oh. have room for both of you in my heart." Yeah, she's like, "I get why you." Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's what she said. Okay. So so long story short, we think yeah, you guys this should is probably go to this, therapy. This is challenging. I, I mean, true. I remember I I went to uh, when I was in uh, my master's in social work program. There was a, a, a student who I was fr- uh, friends with. We would do like group projects together, and she um, she was engaged to someone who his brother had died, and she actually also had been previously engaged, and her fiance had gotten in a motorcycle accident. Um, but now she was engaged again, mm-hmm. and the guy she was engaged to um, had a brother who died, and her fiance refused to have any wedding party because his brother wouldn't be able to be there. And we, I remember Uh, like we were talking about in class and all of us were just like, it was so silent because we were all kind of like, that's kind of a big deal to make a decision like that, you know, mm -hmm. like, and really felt the heaviness for her because what can she really do if this is what her fiance is saying? Um, but you know, she was sharing just right. like, yeah, I think he still has grief around it. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's really hard because you really want to be understanding of someone's grief process. Um, and yet is there room for other people with the grief? Yeah. Maybe this is just not the right relationship for him um, or for her either. Like, I mean, I, maybe she really does mean it that she will never take that ring off. And well, again, I feel like you I know, believe people when they say things, like, right? Exactly. Yep. When somebody, she told you straight up front, right out, right out the gate. And that was already, I think, two years or a year and a half after he passed away. Like she had thought about it and she like, that was her decision. Um, so anyway, like, I really wish you guys the best. I do understand, like, why you are heard about it. Um, the ghost comment kind of made me laugh a little bit. I'm not trying to be incensed. He's like, but if we're ghosts in heaven and then the guy's up there, who is she going to choose? And I'm like, oh, bro, like, you guys have to go to therapy. This is, like, really, 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 yeah. really extensive. <laughs> um, so I really wish them the best. I also feel bad for the ghost in heaven too, this imaginary heaven that we've set up. Cause I'm like, well, wait a second. So if you both go up there, is she supposed to just ditch oh, it? I feel like you guys might you have know, to be polyamorous that's a really in heaven, good point. but I'll leave. That's a really good thing they need to consider. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even think about that. Uh, they need to consider, they need to consider polyamory <laughs> in heaven. That might be something to talk about in therapy. Uh, anyway, it was great, it was talking, great to talking to you. I will let you get okay. back to your day. You um, good luck with everything. Let me Aww. know if I can virtually You're support you. It sounds okay, good. I will talk to you bye. soon. <laughs> okay, bye. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add 
add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.